Welcome to Mindset Talks Podcast. It's your girls, Cassie and Amanda, and we are here to share our mindsets, elevate yours, and have some fun while achieving better versions of ourselves. Hello, my friend, Cassie. Hey, Amanda. How are things? Oh, girl, I am so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) You've been complaining about needing some food. Oh, my goodness. And I'm trying to make podcasting come first and eating second. (laughs) Oh, you better than me. Let's just say that. You are better than me. As soon as we are done. What are you going to be eating? I have salmon. I think I might make some salmon. You sound really thrilled about that. I'm just, I'm really <laughs> hungry and I don't want to have to wait to cook something. <laughs> no, I don't believe you. No, that's not really. It's kind of effortless, so. Anything good with it? I don't know. I feel like with salmon, I kind of struggle on like what sides to do. I was thinking about like some rice. Um, but other than that, I don't really, I don't like, what do you put with salmon? Um, I usually would say rice and some sort of like green beans or broccoli. Oh, yeah. See, I don't eat none of that. So, fish and rice. <laughs> Not terrible. I mean, it's always good to put a green in there, but, you know, maybe but a hey, salad. I got my protein. Hey, go protein. Go protein. <laughs> Sometimes that's all that matters. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, anyways, you know what I want to talk about today? Um... No, I don't. What would you like to talk about today? I want to talk about motivation. Ooh, that is such a steamy topic. Hot and heavy. (laughs) (laughs) No, motivation, motivation is a really interesting topic to me because we're all motivated by different things for different reasons. So I thought that we can discuss how motivated we were or weren't after losing our parents and where we stand now with our levels of motivation. Well, I think that that has a lot of relevance. um, You don't say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think we had briefly touched on that in a a few episodes ago. where when you lose somebody you just kind of have this like immediate like rush to like want to like get everything done that you've ever wanted to do because you realize like how short life is Mm. um but it's definitely a bigger topic to discuss and you know for me I would say that I was like super super motivated like right when my dad had passed and like even a little bit before that okay Um, I had like all of these plans and all of these ideas and I was like, you know, we're going to do this and that and, you know, just seeing how for throat cancer, because it is one of the rare cancers that like nurses really just kind of like make shit up as they go because there's not really (laughs) things out there already. Like they literally just like put like supplies together and like makeshift things. And that sounds so reassuring. I mean, no, but you got to do what you got to do in certain <laughs> situations, you know what I mean? So, understand. It was it was definitely interesting. Um 
And that kind of caused me to like go into some weird like mode to where I thought like I can change not the world, but like I can just like I can change how this is for, you know, like throat cancer patients. And like it made my dad's life like so much easier, but it's not something that like every nurse would know. Okay. So it was like, how, how do I, I don't know why I felt like I had to take that on, but I was like, how do I help get this out there? So that way other people like my dad can, you know, have this tool that would make it just like a little bit easier for, for them. Like to increase their survival rate? Um, no, I wouldn't say increase their survival rate, but just make their quality of life a little more pleasant. Okay. Um, there was some kind of, we'll call it a doohickey. Um, mm. <laughs> that... <laughs> that uh one of the nurses put together that made it a lot easier for my dad to swallow okay um so this was after his glossectomy which was removing part of his tongue um so you can imagine if you don't have your full tongue and it's not like completely functional it would be a little hard for you to like eat and swallow things um so this one nurse in particular had just like created this little doohickey um, and I keep saying that because maybe one day I will actually do something with it. <laughs> right. You don't um, want to spill the beans. No. Cause so I did a lot of research in regards to like, does this like already exist out there? You know, I was like trying to figure out how to like write a business plan. Cause I have no like education or anything in business. And so trying to figure all that stuff out. And, um, you know, I was, I was very motivated in that time frame. To- you were in it make this happen and if I ever did go through with it I told myself I would like hunt down that nurse and give them you know credit or like royalties or something because like without them like I you know I didn't just create this out of nowhere right so much respect for that though so I mean the nurses become such a big part of our lives when dealing with certain situations with our family members or our loved ones in general when they're in the hospital or just under medical care they do. They definitely do. And, you know, just kudos out there to all the nurses because they are truly heroes. And I know that COVID kind of like brought that to light. But even before COVID, it was something that I know that you and I both kind of knew, you know, on the on the down low, you can For say. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, so I was like super motivated about that. Like I had even went to. Um, so like I have the original one that my dad used. And then I tried to, like, make some, like, other prototypes after that. So, like, I went to, like, a medical supply store. Like, I bought all this stuff. Like, I still have it, like, in a bag now. It's just, like, collecting dust. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. But right now, I'm just envisioning, like, knowing your science background. <laughs> I just envision you with that, you know, that hat that has that gray hair that sticks up. All the older guys used to wear it. It was, like, a visor. Oh, it gives me like mad scientist vibes where you're just like in the lab and you're just working hard and you have all your test tubes and all these things you're just putting together. And you're like, damn it, I'm going to get this. This is just all I can envision while you're talking. Okay, continue. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it probably makes sense considering like when I have like an idea in my head, like I, I do go kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> so that Maybe. Would, that would make sense. um there was also another one too where i had actually like i wouldn't say stolen um but because it was something my dad was using and they were gonna throw it out anyway um Mm -hmm. that i had like collected that from the hospital and i had my mom like hold on to it for a long time 
I never actually ended up doing anything with that one. Um, I sometimes, now that I like think about it, I don't really remember exactly what it was that I wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just something else that it was like such an inconvenience and it was such an annoyance like in the hospital. And it was just like, why on earth do these poor people have to like deal with this stuff? Like, it's just like yeah. absurd. And actually, so this one, I will, <laughs> I will like elaborate on a little bit. Okay. So um, those like oxygen tubes, you can say that like, they kind of like have it like plugged in like behind like your hospital bed into like their little like oxygen supply system thing. Right. And it's like the long like blue tube and it has like the, it's supposed to have like the mouthpiece on it because you're supposed to like breathe that in. Um, you know, to get your oxygen levels up. But for my dad, he couldn't breathe out of his mouth because remember he had his um, tracheotomy. And so he had the hole in his throat and that's like where he breathed out of. So pretty much his mouth was just, you know, his mouth. I don't want to say just like there, but, you know, all that stuff came through the hole in his throat. And those tubes, oxygen tubes are meant to go over somebody's like face. They're not meant to go over someone's like hole so like you have like your ears are like a good placeholder to like hold something in front of your face you know how we right. like, wear masks now with covid and things in your glasses exactly um but for you know people like my dad who've been through a surgery like that like their best practice was just to try and like safety pin it to like your hospital gown and just like let it like sit there and it's just kind of like well that's like you know, every time you get up to go to the bathroom, like you have to like un- unpin, <laughs> unpin yourself and like right. kind of like move around and like sleep and like it would never be like right where the hole is because like you know hospital gowns they always like sag, oh droopy, yeah, you got you looking like the help, yeah, you know. So it's like even then, like that didn't even really like you kind of like had to hold it there or like you know lay down in like a certain position to where like you just it wouldn't move, you know. Right. Oh, that's, so, I can imagine that's so uncomfortable sounding. Yeah, inconvenient completely and like the poor thing i just (laughs) i felt so bad like here he is like he needs his oxygen and chill and then (laughs) he can't get it because it's not made to go over oh (laughs) Oh my gosh and then not to mention the damn condensation from the oxygen tank just like it like falls in the tube to where it just makes this annoying ass like drip sound because it would like collect like in the bottom of the tube because like (laughs) you know it it's flexible it moves and stuff so i would like collect like where it was like um i don't know like kinks or the, whatever yeah like where it would just like have a sag or a dip in the line exactly and yep. so it would just like make such most like annoying drip sound ever and, like you would have to like go like maneuver it and like pour the water nope. like, back into the tank and it was just oh my gosh that's unnecessary work and where is this 24-hour staff nurse that's just going to be moving this water out my line the whole time because i don't got the time for this shit (laughs) no i don't have the time for this where's my nurse nurse i'm hitting that button every two seconds you might as well just stay here with me for the rest of the day because i'm not gonna stop (laughs) (laughs) right ridiculous oh my gosh so where do you stand now when it comes to um you know I, i listen to you mention this bag collecting dust and (laughs) not really knowing where the other piece is but um 
where is your level of motivation now? Because a lot of what you talked about sounded to be in the past mm. and not quite uh, a part of your life at the moment. Um, that motivation would be completely non-existent. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I guess now, like, I don't really see the urgency in it. Um, that and, you know me, it's not something that I think about <laughs> at, like, me. often, or I try not to think about, you know, what happened in the past, and it's just easier for me to process everything by not, I guess, kind of, like, by not processing it. Um, that denial. Yeah, so, I, I really, I don't know, I don't know what it would take for me to actually, like, get motivated about it again, because I know that it can help other people eventually. Um, so that whenever I have that in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, like you need to stop fucking around and like, you need to at least like put it out there. So if you know, you're not going to do it, like somebody else can do it. Cause if it can make someone's life a, like a little bit easier, one less thing they have to worry about when they're going through everything else, you know, I should just do that. But for some reason I just can't bring myself to do it to do that you know and I've been talking about this for a long time like I have like a book that I've been wanting to write and I probably have like 60 70 percent of it like written and drafted and I just it's been sitting there for girl (laughs) I don't know how many years girl that's a lot to have done oh yeah you're past 50 percent I would I mean I don't really know because I've never wrote a book before, but I would say I'm probably well over 50%. It's all written. I, you know. Well, think about the rabbit and the hare. So rushing isn't necessarily the best thing, but if I can give you any good words of encouragement, don't stop at your 60, 70, 50, whatever percent you're at until you have reached 100%. <sighs> Yes, I know, but you know that this podcast is the only thing (laughs) that I've been so consistent with. It's true, but we have room for more. We're only these are these are building blocks, making room for more opportunities. Yes, that is very true. Very, yeah. I need to get it together. I know this. I, but no, work in progress. Exactly, work in progress. We have plenty of time, but it's just a work in progress. Yeah. Um, but what about you? Did you find yourself to be like weird? Well, I always call myself weird, but like, do you, <laughs> yeah, you do? <laughs> I don't know why no. you always do. I'm weird. Yeah, it's weird. I know. I'm gonna go weird, 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 weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. What, what were you saying? <laughs> How were you? Um, you know, right after your mom had had passed, did you find yourself motivated or unmotivated, or what did that look like for you? I was in survival mode. Mm. Once again, um, bits of this was mentioned in previous episodes, but I was just so hyper-focused on where am I going to live? And once, I mean, it was an easy decision because I really only had kind of like one option. Yeah. Um, Once I had that settled, I just was coasting through life i didn't motivation wasn't a thing yeah i was just making sure i was going to work each day and being able to provide for myself and my dog i was like i really wasn't 
specifically working towards anything. At that time at work, I was um, working as a manager in training. So I was working to become an assistant store manager. But mm. my level of motivation was just kind of like, bruh, if I get it, I get it. But like right now, I'm just so, ugh. But at the same time, like I did want the position because I was moved by money. So I knew that, okay, I'm about to be on a come up though if I get this. And it was about, let's see, I got the promotion in April the following year. So almost a year after my mom passed, Mm. I then switched gears and was promoted um, into the assistant store manager role. And I want to say probably sometime after that, I had developed this motivation of, okay, like, I'm making more money. Um, You know, I can start to make my own moves of living somewhere on my own and providing for myself. But it wasn't until I kind of reached that place of thinking about what really means the most to me. But I hadn't felt fully in that grip until, like, early 2020. Where I'm like, my happiness is something I think about and I compare it to the level of happiness my mom had. And, you know, my mom, she was always happy. But then I'm like, that was her nature. But was she happy with the way her life ended? With how much she has accomplished? Yeah. With her level of fulfillment? So it was weird that I just kind of started thinking about that more often don't really know what triggered it to be exact but it's something that I had constantly thought about is you know and people say like you know what would people say about you when you die right like a kind of thought like that so I just pretty much said to myself like I got to do better than what my mom did and I need to make sure that when I do go when my time comes I will have a higher level of fulfillment I will have a higher level of satisfaction in my life and the things I've done mm-hmm. and not feel like I've missed out on opportunities I would want to have less should ofs could ofs type of ordeals when I'm going through my life yeah and I think that's super important too you know you you definitely want to make sure that you have that fulfillment and who's to say maybe your mom did you know right who right you know, who knows but, but I always reflect on like certain things she says she wanted to do Mm. and even just things that we didn't get to do that I know she would have wanted to do with me just as a mother-daughter relationship gotcha so you know my mom's passing and what I always call her honor is what ultimately motivates me to this day Mm. and just thinking about how proud she would be of me I try to reflect on that most times, because I can't say all the time, because I know there's some shit she would be like, girl, <laughs> what the entire, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> which I don't, I honestly don't think she would say that for a lot. I think she would say that more in situations of where I kind of let other people overstep boundaries, mm-hmm. not necessarily in what I'm doing and, and in doing things that are wrong or like hurtful, you know? Right, right. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, so, um, you know, this whole living somewhere else, like, it's, I think it's more of a thought that 
I've embedded into my mind that it's something that my mom would have wanted to do. I know she's spoken about moving down to like North Carolina, you know, I have a couple uncles down there and she's spoken about, you know, eventually moving down there sometime. She finally got to take a couple trips down there. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've always in general, not I feel like I know in general, I've always wanted to move out of Connecticut. Like that's it. I'm done. I can't stay here forever. It's too cold. I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable. I need sun. My vitamin D is lacking. I'm not trying to take multivitamins all year round. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah. Trust me. I get it. I haven't been there in years. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So now I'm just even more passionate about moving Mm -hmm. and it's become more than just for me. Now it's, well, my mom would have wanted to do it. I don't even know if she really would have, if she had that opportunity I don't even know if she actually really had the opportunity to and then just passed it up. Yeah. But it's maybe a little crazy to keep thoughts like that in my mind, but it keeps me going. Yeah, I don't think it is at all. And like you just said, you know, if it, if it's what's going to keep you going and bring you to like that next level, I don't. there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Right. Um, and, you know, it would definitely make mama proud just because, you know, she never got that chance or, you know, whatever the case may be. I think it's really... It's really cool that you kind of like want to carry that out and make sure that like you make that into like your life like goal. Yeah, you know it's um it's just because I know she's still here. She's not um, physically seen, and I had to get over that because when I did get promoted, the first person I wanted to call was my mom, and such an exciting moment was so saddening because the one person I wanted to talk to first I couldn't. And, you know, everyone's like, like between coworkers and my family and, you know, friends, mm-hmm. everyone's like, you know, even though you can't see her, she still sees you. She's with you. She sees what you're doing. And it's just like, mm-hmm. shut up. <laughs> it's not enough. You know, it, I, right. it's it not be. enough. Like, I get it. But that's not that's not going to help heal me. So yeah. I had to transform my thinking out of that stage into next level. Like, OK, well you know what, I'm going to embrace what people have been saying to me, but I'm going to just kind of lay it on a different way. Okay, you're right. She's still here with me. Let me do it for her honor. Let me do it because she's still watching over me. She's, you know, going to continue to be proud of me regardless of what I'm doing. Yeah. She definitely will. Her little man to baby. Girl, listen, (laughs) it's such a process. But, you know, just the main thing, I think, aside from that, that I'm also motivated by is her, her passing because of her health conditions. Like Mm. I've changed my diet. I don't eat the same as like, I had a coworker who um, we used to work together at my old store and now we're working together again Mm -hmm. because they transferred up to my store and they, we're, we were talking to um, our new store manager because we got a new store manager. And they're like, yeah, Amanda loves a good pulled pork, blah, 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 this and that. And I'm like, I don't even eat pork anymore. <laughs> and they're like, uh, uh, wait, what? This is the Amanda I know. <laughs> right, right. Because I used to be like straight savage mode, eating everything. But yeah. now just knowing, you know, health can be such a factor as to how things went for my mom. That, okay, now there's certain things I got to adjust. Okay, no more pork. Okay, no more beef. 
you know, chicken very seldom, but girl, I ate enough chicken growing up. I could have ate enough chicken for all the families in my freaking neighborhood a right. week. Like we had chicken a couple of times a week. Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> Surprised I don't got no feathers, you know? You're stupid. But just that, those are my two key things of just being able to do things in her honor mm. because she's still watching me, motivates me, and then also just her health being the reason of her passing because you know obviously people can pass from tragic accidents right that wasn't the case you know this is something that i feel like is more controllable not fully controllable but there were i'm sure there could have been other options to help extend right her lifespan but there's always something you know you can do and they always say you know i mean it's hard now because like everything that we consume is like what is that called um genetically modified and like all that kind of stuff and so you know put we up in this all of us (laughs) (laughs) no just like (laughs) anyways um but it can make it really hard for that kind of stuff just because the way that the world is now um and they say all these things like cause cancer and you know oh gosh i know instilling the fear in all of us and i'm like lord child please but in general my body feels good when i eat better so yeah and that too I I have to do better because I've been stressed these past few weeks with Chewy. So I can't. I know. I few few weeks. It's been like a year, honestly. But <laughs> but yeah. um, yeah, those... I definitely think that's pretty cool, though. That you kind of like always have that in the back of your head to use that as your motivator. Have to, or yeah. else I'm just I'm not going to be driven because then it's just living in my sorrows of losing my most favorite person ever. Mm-hmm. And that's going to get me nowhere. Yeah. I hear you. I don't know. I'm trying to think. like, Because like, hearing you say all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't really know if if I'm the same way in that fashion. To where like I'm always thinking about like my dad. And what, you know. I don't know. Like what he would have wanted. Or would make him proud. Or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me. And with the way that he was. Is that he always lived his life to the fullest of what made him happy um like you would hear my mom complain about this a lot because you know he did a lot of things for himself like he would always be bowling he'd always be golfing like he would always Mm. be doing all of these activities like literally all the time so where like my mom would have to be like not today like we're gonna go somewhere (laughs) yeah so he always made sure that he did what he wanted to make himself happy and i would say maybe that's kind of like what i take in to to my life because like you know I've already like moved and all that kind of stuff and I don't even think my dad hated traveling like that wasn't really his like trying to get this man to Hawaii was like a struggle girl that's far (laughs) I mean it is but that wasn't really his thing his thing was to really just kind of like enjoy every every moment that you can and do what makes you happy yeah and so that's you know I think that's a struggle for for everybody at least that's what I think you know trying to find that thing society influences doesn't make it any easier to be able to really reach your level of happiness that you desire right it really takes a strong mind it it sure does um so i think that's one of the things that like i kind of at least i try to consciously like instill that in my life because you don't want to live your life miserable and if if you want to go play that round of golf or you know go bowl or whatever the case might be like do what's going to make you happy 
yes right. still make time for the ones that you love and like this kind of stuff and whatever but like at the end of the day like you still need to be happy so yeah. you know that's true I, I, agree. I yeah that's kind of like one of the things like i remember like that was my dad's motivation after his first surgery he was out in the front yard like swinging golf balls <laughs> like nobody okay. say like maybe a week or two after his surgery probably not even that long i don't even oh know. my gosh um and he was just out there like because we had a very like large front yard so he can do that in our property um and he was like you know i'm gonna go hit my ball and you know <laughs> <laughs> bye me time <laughs> right <laughs> These doctors had all my time up in the hospital. I need some me time. Thank mm-hmm. you. And that's all he wanted to do. He was so determined to just go out there and hit that ball. And it was like, it was kind of amazing to watch, you know, just because I just saw you like, I don't want to say on your deathbed, but like you just mm-hmm. went through like some traumatic surgery. And here you are like, not that long after swinging fucking golf balls. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Who are you? <laughs> okay, Superman. <laughs> So, like, just kind of, like, that level of, like, motivation and stuff and, like, being that determined, I think, is kind of, like, what drives me when I actually take the time to think about it. Understood. Right. We're only human. We have so much that's happening. You know, it's, you can't really be it all. But I actually do want to share some feedback that I've received from some people in our communities exciting thank that you that motivate them um you know i know we're speaking more so on just from losing someone how we've been motivated but mm-hmm. um i wanted to share some feedback on what motivates others just in general mm-hmm. so we have legacy knowledge of purity mm-hmm. my son mm-hmm. to live the life i want my family and to become a better version of myself. I just want to share that last one was not me. When I seen that one, I was like, oh my gosh, that's not an side. I just want to share it literally was not me. And it I'm wasn't Cassie listening. either. Right. I'm like, it wasn't Cassie either. So just so y'all know, that is not neither of us. Yes. Um, but I feel all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, legacy. That's, that's pretty huge. much right. Like huge. I feel like that is what I'm trying to keep up with my mom's passing, you know, like her legacy. It's, I try not to think about that. I just get so like defeated. I'm like, I can't live up to that shit. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I'm just trying to be like part two, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, that's a better way to look at it. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Yeah. We not, we not continuing part one, but we're going to give you a part two, you know, part right, two, okay. the reboot remake type of thing, you know, I like that part to the remake like a remake you know that i think that would be better um right. knowledge of purity uh which is really weird that hearing these really make me think of things that like feel in alignment with my life too but once again this ain't me, <laughs> this ain't me. <laughs> i promise um you know and for people to say their son and their families like i think that's a big common one for a lot of people Definitely. you know to just be able because you know they have to be providers and, you know, be leaders of some sort, you know, not necessarily just be a parent, but lead them just in general in life, um, mm-hmm. you know, have to lead by example. So 
I find that to be obviously super common. You know, most people I feel like have kids. So most people have a family. Most people, you know, have others that depend on them to be able to proceed forward in their lives as well. Right. So, yeah. Um, to live the life I want and become a better version of myself. Um, I feel like I really like those two. Not that I don't like the other ones, but I just like those because I feel like that's important. Definitely. It's, it's just as important as the other ones, but if you're living the life you want, you're reaching levels of happiness that you desire. And especially with today's world, more happiness is so necessary. So, so necessary. Yeah. And those ones are more for you, you know, exactly, you know, for others, you're doing what, what makes you happy and what, you know, because at the end of the day, like, that's really like, yes, like family and stuff is certainly going to be motivation, but like, Mm -hmm having your own like goals and like drive and just wanting to right. be the best you out there possible. I think those are definitely huge motivators for sure. Right. Yeah. So I just thought it was nice to share a little bit of something and it's always nice to pick everyone's brains and know what everyone's thinking or know what some are thinking. Cause obviously I'm not getting everyone's answers, but um, it's just nice to see that once again, we all have so much in common. Right. You know, we're all really a community that's really writing for the same things. Maybe not the same exact things, mm-hmm. but on majority basis, we're all here for the same thing, you know? Yeah, definitely. And not everyone's motivator has to be something as tragic as ours. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know, we're just a little on the less fortunate side of things when it comes to that. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, less fortunate, not unfortunate, just saying, because there's always room to grow and lessons to learn. Um, of course, you know, sometimes you have to turn that pain into, you know, I would say pleasure, but like something mm-hmm. that's, that doesn't have to be so painful. Girl, I really thought you were going to see it to turn that frown upside down. I'm like, no, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what I felt coming. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but do you have anything else for our listeners and viewers on, you know, what motivates you and what's keeping you motivated or just motivation in general (laughs) um i don't know i mean it's kind of like an everyday struggle i would say because obviously there's going to be days where you feel more motivated than others and that you know is definitely um normal so don't beat yourselves up just because you're not feeling motivated don't you know be confused because you might not know where that motivation comes from yes sometimes it can help Cause then you can like remind yourself of that and like, it'll just keep that motivation going. Um, <clears throat> Ooh, there goes my voice again. Um, oh Lord, don't go check your thyroids now, girl. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but yeah, I mean, just keep on pushing and always try to remind yourself of that thing to keep you motivated and going. And I know Amanda had read some, um, some other people's comments about what keeps them motivated, but I am curious to hear other people too. So let us know what you guys think, what keeps you motivated or what did keep you motivated and maybe doesn't anymore. I think those are definitely important topics too. Um, So write into us, let us know. We will obviously do another poll or something like that to hear your feedback. As always, we appreciate it. And that's all from me. Yes, girl. Thank you. That's a, I like that. 
very good last words to our listeners and viewers. You always have something strong to say. I appreciate you. I try. I appreciate you too. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of Mindset Talks Podcast with your girls, Amanda and Cassie. We hope you all enjoyed our episode today with us. Got a couple laughs in and we look forward to talking with you on the next episode. Bye.